Hello and welcome to the Print Pod. My name is Humra and I bring to you an opinion by Manvendra Singh who was a Congress leader and editor in chief of Defence and Security Alert. Dear God, the Pakistan Air Force is the reason I was once spanked during the dark hours of a December morning in Jodhpur. Not that I knew I was there or for that matter any of the thousands in the darkened city under curfew as it braced for air strikes that launched the India-Pakistan war of 1971. Since elders knew there would be a war, bomb shelters had been dug at home. It was all very exciting for me as a child. And as the air raid siren blared, we were hauled from beds and into the shelters. Except that I ran out to see the attacking aircraft. That's when mum's palms would fly and begin spanking. It would happen every night during the bombing. The sound of the aircraft screaming through the night. The flashes of anti-aircraft fire. the brilliance of the bombs going off followed by their thudding sounds it was all too electrifying to experience it from the womb of a bomb shelter when the bomb struck the indian army's fuel oils and lubricants depot less than a kilometer away as the crow flies the sky lit up in the most spectacular shades of orange it was unmissable and the spanking that followed was just as intense in hindsight it is always easy to make light of that period but it was terrifying for most others who experienced those moments more so because unexploded bombs were a regular feature in the findings of the next day made commonly known by word of mouth since means of communication were wonderfully limited in jodhpur many years later i relived that experience when rajveer a pakistani relative recounted an air strike from india on karachi and how low the aircraft had flown over their house in the Pakistan Employees Cooperative Housing Society. He recalled seeing the pilots' eyeballs. Thousands of eyeballs, dear God, are drying up in Gaza, losing their light as people undergo bombing runs like the one Jodhpur and many other cities experienced in 1971. Come to think of it, I may have had the luxury of treating these terrifying moments as entertainment, but they are pure horror for thousands of similarly aged children in Gaza who have been undergoing that ordeal every day for nearly 3 months now undistilled horror night after night day after day week after week month after month entire families are being erased as living beings the urban nightmare that was gaza or as many have called it the world's largest open air prison is now a tangled mess of destruction the extent of demolition is now visible even from space and in 7 weeks it has easily outpaced the wrecking of historical aleppo during the syrian uprising with the addition of thousands who remain buried under the debris of destroyed buildings the death count in gaza is now well over 20000 a lot more than what beirut underwent two generations ago late catherine leroy captured those images and tony clifton wrote searing prose about beirut in god cried the title is inspired by a pregnant palestinian joke in refugee camps It was said to be God's reaction when the former chairman of the Palestine Liberation Organization or PLO Yasser Arafat asked for freedom. Yet, dear God, despite your tears, Palestinians continue to resist occupation and pay a heavy price for it. So much so that there is now a new category among the victims and it doesn't portend well for the future. The beleaguered medical personnel serving Gaza find enough unaccompanied children to make a new entry. Unknown trauma child. Given the terrain and high numbers of such cases, Israel's Dahiya doctrine is a certain recipe for disaster. Replicated in destruction and motivated by similar instincts of combat and survival, the Israelis and Palestinians are locked in a Stalingrad-type embrace.
the unequal is overshadowed by the unknowing and it is little wonder that the germans coined a name for stalingrad calling it rattenkrieg the battle of the rats it's not difficult to see why fighting and surviving in such an abandoned landscape required rodent like abilities defenders generally prevail despite unequal resources and training while it is too early to say the name for gaza israel's withdrawal of its celebrated golani brigade is a telling sign brave words aside israel's assault on gaza is not going to end in hurry and it will not yield the strategic military objectives as laid out at the onset of the war hamas is not going to be annihilated and from the scores of gazan children with unknown trauma israel is creating potential recruits for the future and more nightmares for itself just as it did during the 3 year occupation of lebanon between 1982 and 1985 when it spawned the birth of hezbollah so when israeli soldiers are already losing equipment to hamas it suggests something seriously amiss in gaza thank you for tuning in for more from the print become a subscriber at the print.in/subscribe i'm humra in delhi tune in every day for more such news and analysis